This program is brought to you by Suffolk University. Please visit us on the web at www.suffolk.edu. My name is Alistair Roberts. I'm the faculty director of the Rappaport Center for Law and Public Service at Suffolk University, and this is the Rappaport Center's public policy podcast series. Today we're talking with Jose Fernandez, who is the Assistant Secretary of State for Economic, Energy, and Business Affairs. Mr. Fernandez was appointed by President Obama and sworn in as Assistant Secretary in December 2009. Before coming to the State Department, Mr. Fernandez had a distinguished legal career, he was a partner in the New York office of Latham and Watkins and global chair of the firm's Latin American practice. And he's highly regarded within the legal profession. Among other things, he's been chair of the American Bar Association's Inter-American Law Committee, and he recently headed the Latin American and Caribbean Division of the ABA's Rule of Law Initiative. He's also a member of the Council of Foreign Relations. Mr. Fernandez, could you tell us a bit about the work that your bureau does and what your priorities are? Thank you. The Bureau of Economic, Energy, and Business Affairs has a wide range of functions. First and foremost, we are involved in trade, specifically in exports. Exports are one of the main drivers of U.S. job growth, so we spend a lot of time on trade issues. We also have to work on telecommunications. We work on energy, renewable energy. is a big driver in our Bureau, and also sanctions. We are responsible in the State Department for implementing sanctions on, on places such as Iran and others, and lately we've had to do a lot of work in Libya and in other countries on that front as well. Could you tell us a bit about your priorities since you took your appointment in 2009? Well, our biggest priority and the priority of just about everyone in the U.S. government these days is to help create jobs and help the private sector find more ways to create jobs. One of the ways that the State Department does that is by promoting trade agreements, by promoting trade relations with other countries, by making sure that U.S. companies have an even playing field to play with, that they can get the rights that they need and the help that they need in order to be able to compete abroad. National Export Initiative is an area that the President has asked us to become much more involved in, and that involves doubling American exports in the next five years. And at the State Department, that's one of our biggest tasks. One of your approaches is to look for sweet spots for American industry, American business abroad, and they're looking for opportunities abroad. Could you elaborate a bit on what you mean by that? A lot of the growth internationally will be in emerging markets, places like Brazil, places like China, countries such as Turkey and others. They are interested in bringing more U.S. investment and having much more U.S. technology. And that, that convergence of development and profit is, is an area that I believe we can work more intensively in. We can do both well by our companies and also help countries as they develop. Our agricultural companies are leaders worldwide. Well, they can help in countries in, in Africa that, that are facing famine. They can help them grow better crops. It can help them increase their yields at the same time that they can do well for their shareholders. There are a lot of people outside Washington <clears throat> who are looking at the, the environment in the city and saying it's become dysfunctional. Do you think that's a fair comment? And how do you get work done given the climate in, in D.C. these days? The area that I work with is one that uh, thankfully I think just about all sides agree on. We help companies do well. We help make countries more stable. We open up markets. We help countries develop. So I have personally, perhaps because I come from the private sector, I really haven't faced any kind of gridlock. It's challenging. The real challenge is that funding is scarce, 
that we've got a lot of priorities that we've got first and foremost to create jobs and, and increase exports and that everything takes a backseat to that. But it's still a place that works. It's still a place where I believe we can do well for the American people. You've been in your position now for about a year and a half. I understand this is your first time as a political appointee mm -hmm. in Washington. What have been the main lessons that you've drawn from your experience today about how you succeed as a political appointee in Washington? An area that is not apparent to those on the outside is how much consensus building you have to do in Washington. It's, just, it's not simple to just get anything done just because you want it. You've got to bring others along. And so one of the things that, that you have to do is to convince your colleagues that, that any ideas that you have are good ideas, that it'll help their cause as well as our cause, and, and ultimately that it will help the American people. Mr. Fernandez, thanks very much for talking with us Thank today. Thank you. This preceding program was brought to you by Suffolk University. Please visit us on the web at www.suffolk.edu.